This is a Monty Moment. I'm Johnny Montepano. We're a week away from Thanksgiving. We're a week away from Rivalry Week, just two weeks away from Conference Championship Weekend in college football. So we've got one more before those big ones. And yeah, it doesn't look like the most attractive slate coming up this week in the co in college football land, but it's still one that we're going to pay close attention to when you looked at the college football playoff rankings. And we've got two we got two top eight uh, teams in college playing um, in a top 25 matchup here. Uh, one that I think is going to be very, very intriguing out west between Washington and Oregon State. Uh, obviously, Georgia takes on Tennessee. Georgia, as we know, moved up to the top seed in the college football playoff rankings. Ohio State 2, Michigan 3, Florida State 4, Washington 5, Oregon, Texas, Alabama at 8. And then rounding out the top 10, you got Missouri at 9 as we get you ready for, and Louisville at 10. As we get you set for this weekend in college football, and again, not a lot of great matchups when you look at it, but ones that you got to pay very close attention to. And we're going to try and give you some winners here as we get you set for this Saturday. And then, of course, next week's going to be the big one with Rivalry Week as we try and sort out this college football playoff picture here as we know it. And... You know, it's still one that's got a lot of scenarios, a lot of possibilities. You know, are there going to be four conferences? What four conferences are going to be represented in the 14 playoff? Because I don't think we're going to be looking at two for one. Like, I don't think we're going to look at two SEC schools. I don't think we're looking at two Pac-12 schools. I don't think we're looking at two Big Ten schools when it's all said and done. So there's going to be a shakeup here by the in the next couple of weeks. That's why I'm really excited to see what happens this week. Because I think there actually is going to be a little bit of a shakeup next week and you'll see why when we make our picks here but it's an exciting time it's a sad time because there's only a few weeks left but it's also an exciting time so let's take it all in and enjoy it but we're going to give you five picks this week as we get you set for this Saturday slate of games now last week we were perfect three and oh straight up against the spread just one and two so that puts us at 23 18 and one here in 2023 we're going to try and go five and oh this week I've got I'm picking five favorites, but I'm taking four of them to cover and one non-cover. Non and you'll see what that's like here as we predict here this five slate of games. Now, these five picks will all involve top 10 teams in the college football playoff. And I think that's only fair. Now, again, these matchups are not great. Like, you know, like I said, you know, Ohio State is playing Minnesota. Michigan is at Maryland. Maybe that's a little bit of a letdown game for Maryland or Ohio State. You want to say maybe looking ahead to the big rivalry game next week but I think those two will take care of business Florida State taking on North Alabama at home I don't think that should be much of a matchup Oregon I think will take care of Arizona State uh, I think Alabama is going to destroy Chattanooga at home as they try and keep their playoff hopes alive and they do have a chance now they need some help like I mentioned in a prior Monty moment I think they still need a lot to go their way but it's not impossible but it's still going to be a challenging road here for Alabama to get into the playoff but let's see what we can do here for winners and for picks here for week uh, week 12, I should say, of the college season. Again, just two more, then conference championship, and then we're into bowl season. So it's going to come by really quick here. But let's let's give you some winners here for week number 12. In game one, we'll start right at 12 p.m. Eastern. Number 10, Louisville, who moved up to 10. They are taking on the Miami Hurricanes down there at Hard Rock Stadium. Louisville just a slight one-point favorite. Louisville, the Cardinals trying to get into the ACC championship, and they would if they win this game. So, obviously, the Cardinals are rooting for themselves, but you know who else is rooting for Louisville in this game? Florida State. Uh, it, it, would be a big it would be a big boost to the, to the Seminoles if these two would meet in the ACC championship and Florida State can go undefeated and get another big-ranked win against a premier, 
what would be a premier team if you look at the committee when they look at their playoff rankings. So that's very important to them. But as far as this matchup goes between Louisville and Miami, Louisville's coming off one of its worst defensive performances of the season against Virginia. I mean, they struggled there, but they rallied for 17 fourth quarter points against the Cavaliers to beat them 31 to 24. So they got the, they ultimately did get the job done. They've got a few extra days to rest and prepare for this one because they played last Thursday night and now they're going to play on Saturday here. And now they take on a Miami team that went to Emory Williams at quarterback because of the struggles of Tyler Van Dyke. Unfortunately, a very bad injury to Emory Williams now puts Van Dyke back under center there for Miami. And I think for Miami to win this game, they just got to get average quarterback play from Van Dyke. But they might get that, but I, I it's not guaranteed. And Van Dyke struggled. He, you know, the reason why he got benched for Williams is he's coming off of 11 interceptions in his last five games. So I think when you look at that, I know they hung in there with Florida State last week, but I think Louisville is 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 really really good. They had one hiccup against Pittsburgh earlier in the season. I think they go down to Hard Rock. I think they win this game by a touchdown. I trust them a little bit more. Than the, than the Miami Hurricanes squad. So I will take the Cardinals laying the point on the road here in Game 1. Game 2, this is a top 25 matchup in the CFP rankings. This is number 1 Georgia going on the road to take on 18th ranked Tennessee at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you know, when we look at matchups like this, this is something I talk about a lot when picking these kind of games. It's timing. And, you know, the Bulldogs are healthy. They look complete going up against a Vols team that's coming off their largest defeat under Josh Heupel there against Missouri last week. I mean, it was not pretty against the Tigers. Uh, but, you know, now they come home to Neyland Stadium, which is a place that is very difficult for road teams to play. I mean, just ask Alabama last year how that was. Uh, you know, this is a game, you know, some trend's going to have to get broken in this one. You know, the Vols have won their last 14 games at Neyland Stadium, while Georgia hasn't won a, hasn't lost, I should say, a true road game since October of 2020. Also, Georgia's four is just four and six against the spread this season, and three and five in the last eight games as double as a double-digit favorite. But this is also the first time in two years that Tennessee has been a double-digit underdog. But again, this game comes down to timing because, like I said, I think George, I think Georgia's right now. They've been a buzzsaw as of late, you know. And now Brock Bowers is back. You've got Mims back there at right tackle to help pass protect. I'm not overlooking this Vols team, but to me, Georgia right now is showing their true self in these last couple of games. That win last week against Ole Miss was really the cherry on top, and now they're getting healthy. I think they're looking very, very dangerous. This is not the time you want to be going up against them. Carson Beck's also been very underrated in this stretch the last couple of weeks. There was some concern with, you know, the Georgias and the Ohio States, you know, you know, losing their starting quarterbacks to the draft, bringing in these new guys. But lately, they've been both passing the test, and Carson Beck's done that too. I, I, I'm i going to take – this is a couple of weeks ago. I probably would take Tennessee getting the points here, but this to me is because Georgia's just too good. I think they win this game by two TDs. So I will take I will lay the 10.5 with the number one team in the land, the Georgia Bulldogs, against the Vols in game two. In game three, this to me is the game of the weekend. And it's the game that I think has the best chance to shake things up a bit in the CFP rankings. It's the fifth-ranked Washington Huskies going to Corvallis to take on the 11th-ranked Oregon State Beavers. And I'm not the only one that's saying this. The betting public's also telling you that this is going to this is going to be a shakeup because Washington opened up as a favorite, and now, and now the Oregon State Beavers are laying two and a half points here. This is a 7.30 p.m. Eastern kickoff on ABC with the A-team, Chris Fallick, 
Chris Fowler, Kirk Herbstreit, and Holly Rowe special. And, you know, you look at this Huskies team, you know, they had to fight their way to get past at home last week to, to, to get over Utah. Utah was very, was very stingy. You know, Washington made some mistakes, including, you know, that play in the end zone where the receiver drops the ball a good two yards shy of scoring. And that could have really changed the whole look of it. But they, the Huskies, they've cooled off a bit now. They're one of, they're the top passing offense in the country. But again, they've cooled off in scoring here over the past few weeks. And their last six wins have all been decided by 10 points or less. And then you look at this Beaver squad, they have been on a tear. You know, the quarterback, DJ Uwe Ungale, I mean, he has transformed his career there since transferring out of Clemson and going to Oregon State. He's not thrown an interception since week five. He has 13 total touchdowns in that span. And I think part of the problem here for Washington is they, they're just coming off playing Utah, and they have had to string together some tough games since the Oregon game. And that, I think, tends to have a cumulative effect. And now you've got to go on the road against a very physical team in Oregon State in a very tough environment to play. We've seen Oregon State do this already to a couple of teams this year. This line would make you believe to take the Huskies because, you know, you know, Washington's one of the best teams in the country. They're getting two and a half points, but I'm not falling for that bait. That is a trap if there ever was one. So I will take the Beavers at the home at Corvallis on Saturday night, laying the two and a half in this one. Now, what that would mean for the Huskies' playoff chances, I think it affects them slightly. I still think, though, at the end of the day, depending on what happens here against Oregon State, let's say Oregon State wins this game even by a field goal, I still think you're looking at the Washington Oregon rematch for the Pac-12 in the in the Pac-12 championship game. The winner of that one going on to being the final four and playing on New Year's Day in one of those two semifinals. So I don't think it's the worst thing in the world, but Washington's got to hang in there. And I think they've been the, the trend here is making me think that this is, might be the one where they falter a little bit. So I will take Oregon State minus the two and a half in Game Three. In Game Four. We're gonna to go to we're gonna go south as well. To, we're gonna to go to Missouri this time, 7:30 p.m. Eastern kickoff on on ESPN. You've got the Florida Gators taking on the ninth-ranked Missouri Tigers, and how about Missouri jumping up to number nine in the CFP rankings this past week? You know they bounced back nicely from the defeat to Georgia by putting on a clinic against a very tough Tennessee team over the weekend. And you know the, the Tigers now they've scored 30 more points in seven of their last eight games. And I like them to continue this trend as long as they don't suffer from that proverbial quote-unquote big hang, big win hangover, which I guess you could say is possible. But you look at this Florida Gators squad; they didn't play terribly last week against LSU in their on the road in their last one. But Billy Napier's squad has just not been great on the road over the past two years. And I know Trevor Etienne's coming off of a three-touchdown game, but I just don't see this Florida offense being able to outlast the Tigers and having enough here or their defense having enough to stop the Tigers' offense, especially with how they've been playing as of late. So it is a big number to lay, but I will lay the, the 12 with Missouri in Game 4. And finally, I think this game has a chance to be real close in Game 5 at 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox. It's 7th-ranked Texas, who needs to win out here, win the Big 12 championship to get up into that top four. They are going to take on Iowa State. The Cyclones trying to weather the storm here. And I think that, as I said, I think this has the potential to be real close. Iowa State's getting an extra half a point in this one as the Longhorns are laying seven and a half on the road. And I think this might be too close for comfort for the Longhorns. You know, Iowa State's been a thorn in Texas's side for the last, for four seasons, despite the Longhorns earning, earning a narrow victory last year. I think it's going to be the same this year because 
I just think that, the, you know, you look at Texas, I mean, the last couple of games here, they've also been able to eke out wins, but Queen, Queen Yours is back under center there for the Longhorns, which helps tremendously. It's a big game for Texas because a win here would all but clinch their place in the Big 12 title game, which they need to do to be in this discussion for the CFP playoff. Because, again, the Big 10, one of those teams are going to cancel the other one out. In the Pac-12, you're going to have one Pac-12 school canceling the other one out. So that could have them jump above here. And let's say that Georgia falters maybe down the stretch here, then that definitely helps their cause here too. But that being said here, I like Texas. I think Texas goes all out to secure this victory. I think they get it done, but I think it's going to be inside of that number. I think this is this game has, to me, 28-24 written on it. So I'm going to grab the points with the Cyclones. Give me Texas to win, but the Cyclones getting that 7.5 to wrap up the slate here on Saturday. So the five picks for Week 12 involving college football playoff teams, I'm going to take... 10th ranked Louisville laying the point at Miami. I'm going to take the number one team in the land, the Georgia Bulldogs, to keep it going. They're laying 10.5 at Tennessee. I think they get it done by two scores. I think 5th ranked Washington falls to 11th ranked Oregon State. I think the Beavers win this one, laying 2.5 at home. I think number 9 Missouri keeps it going. They're laying 12 against Florida. I think they win by two scores. And I think Texas, number 7 Texas wins, but I do like Ohio State getting the 7.5 in that matchup there on Saturday night. So that's what happens. That's what we got here for week 12 of college football. Now, we've got a lot of football coming up here over these next couple of weeks. I will see you back on Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern for week 11 of Football Friday presented by Wolf Spreads. We'll look forward to an exciting college of NFL slate this upcoming week. And then next week on Thanksgiving, we'll do things a little bit differently. I will be back with you on Wednesday, joined by Zan Bando is going to join me, who, you know, from the MMA Outsiders from Football Friday. Also does some great work for uh, great writing work as well. He's a big ten, he's a big Big Ten guy. So we'll have him on. We'll get you ready for rivalry weekend. He's going to join me on Wednesday next week. So the best thing to do is follow us on our social media, on our social media handles. And for more, speaking of which, for more, like us on Facebook and Twitter at GameOnETB. Also on Instagram, GameOn underscore ETB. ETB Network, also a great way to find out when all of our, all of our stuff is going to be coming out. Also, YouTube.com slash ETB Network, where if you like our Marcy moments, moments and all of our content, please leave us a like. If you're new, hit that subscribe button. And yes, please make sure you have your notifications set so you know when all of our stuff's going to be coming out. Because like I said, next week is Thanksgiving, so our schedules are going to be a little bit different. Also, check us you can check us out on our website, etbpodcast.com you'll see blog posts from all of our etb town you'll have you can also get more information about all of our shows here on the empty bench podcast network including our newest ones that are coming out out of line also uh, is a new show that's going to be debuting here as well so check that out and if you cannot watch us on youtube you can also listen to us wherever you get your favorite podcast if you are on the go so everybody enjoy the college football enjoy the nfl this weekend have yourselves a fantastic weekend i will see you back here next week this has been a Monty Moment, and I'm Johnny Montabano.